You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and with me always are my good friends, Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. And we are uh, fresh off the uh, Electric Festival. We're all back in our nice little, uh, uh, you know, places of residence. And I think this uh, week we have uh, a new airplane to talk about, so we're pretty excited about that. Oh boy, oh boy, oh yeah, boy. Yeah, we do. I know, right? Did you guys get uh, any flying done this week, or...? Not me. No, it's been raining, and that, I mean, that's been, like, the, crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it rained up here in Arizona as well, believe it or not. And it got really cold. I feel cold, like global so. warming is actually happening. <laughs> it doesn't feel so like warming, though. It's really cold here. It was really it's cold. Colding? Today it's, was nice. It's but. global colding? <laughs> colding. That's good. Global colding. There you go. So, Well, I got to say, in Texas, Spring has sprung right here because uh, that's what I spent this week doing was just cleaning up around the house, raking up the leaves. Did uh, the grass is starting to grow, or I should say the weeds are starting to grow. <laughs> uh, and so I've been out there raking, hacking, burning, uh, you know, everything you do in Texas to get uh, your lawn or around your house. Well, there you uh, go. Up to speed. So. That's awesome. Well, before we get started on the Park Fire Podcast, uh, let's, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Three D Aerovictures, adding fun to the RC hobby, one layer at a time. Feeling weak and powerless? Sounds to me like you need A Power batteries. When someone needs the best, they always choose the A Team. A Power batteries. Get on the web and get yours today. Welcome back to the Park Fire Podcast. We uh, appreciate all your support, and uh, we uh, appreciate our listeners as well. So Jay had an interesting week, from what I understand. Uh, you I did. got a new airframe. So I you did. okay? I did. So, well, so I wait. I have to apologize because Jay had a birthday recently, and normally, I normally I post on the website, "Hey, you know, everybody wish Jay a happy birthday." And um, because he was down here for a little bit after the electric festival, I totally spaced it. Although I did send him a birthday gift, I forgot to post it on the website. So I apologize. So if you're listening to this <laughs> towards the end of the month, happy birthday at the earlier this part of the month. So, Hey, thank you. You're welcome. Well, I, it's kind of funny because uh, some other friends of mine on Facebook, of course, you know, they post on there. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. And so I wrote, when I was writing everybody back, I go, I basically my, my reply to everybody was, is, is it a bad sign when your wife doesn't buy you a birthday cake, but my dog that whose birthday is like a day after mine gets a birthday cake? Is that, is that a problem? <laughs> yeah. Maybe because she just had like a timing issue. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she meant it to what, be yours what? and then you, it turns out it was the dog's or, you know, like she's Something like, oh, like I missed it. It was, and it then, was a uh, bone marrow cake. Let me tell you, it was disgusting. <laughs> okay. So yummy. I bit into it. I was like, oh, my birthday cake. <laughs> 
Probably, what, what, probably what did happen, Jay, is she got you a cake, but the dog ate it before anybody knew about it. And she just sort of that, played it off as that didn't happen because she didn't want you to be mad at the dogs. Right. And that's what I that's the way I found it, too. See, oh, I had a birthday cake sitting right here, but the dog ate it. So, okay. you know, that's how I would have played it off. Uh, okay. And, well, and in my case, I'm that won't be an issue. I, I'm starting to I wonder, you know, my birthdays aren't as, uh, you know, festive as they used to be. It just seems, you know, like I said, the dog, oh, the dog he's all dressed up and he's, you know. Hey, bring the cake. And I'm like, what? what? Yeah, Why am I bringing exactly. the cake for the dog? You know what yeah. it is, Jay? It's because you know that hat that she puts on the dog when it's his birthday? <laughs> you won't put that on. Yeah. And so she's like, you're no fun. Yeah. And, you know, exactly. at least the dog puts the hat on, right? Yeah. Well, he, you know, he can't, he doesn't have thumbs and he can't, you know, say no. There's that. There's that. <laughs> he can't, he, yeah, he can't bite do her, anything though. with no opposable thumbs. He could bite <laughs> her, funny. yeah. If you wanted. Well, good, but. so Jay's birthday, uh, he got uh, a couple of gifts, and uh, one of them was special. Uh, we're going to give a shout-out to Scott. He's one of our listeners and uh, lives fairly close to Jay. and uh, has, he's, um, he's one of my neighbors. Yeah, and so uh, we appreciate his patronage. And uh, anyway, he found out, and he's been listening to the podcast. And, uh, Scott, we appreciate that. But he wound up actually listening to an old episode where Jay and I were talking about our tough wings. And one of the things about our tough wings is that we absolutely love them, but they you don't bet. make our model anymore. No, so not at all. And they're made in Texas as well, right? Just down south of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Down in Bernie. So, anyway, uh, you know, we've kind of crashed ours a couple times, and uh, Jay has, uh, <laughs> once or twice, and Jay has, you know, put his back together. I put mine back together. I think even Mike, you put yours back together, and... And they, they fly great. We absolutely love them. They're a combat-type ty- wing made from a company uh, called Tough Wing. And, uh, but he's kind of moved into the FPV side, as far as I know, yes. and is making more FPV profiles. So Scott made a phone call on Jay's behalf and actually wound up with a new airframe from Tough Wing. That's true. Now, That's now true. if I remember right, he's also starting to do racing wings. Is that what you said, Jay? Right. So the so he no longer makes the 32-inch uh, wingspan uh, tough wing that we have and we love. Uh, so now he uh, produces something called a spec wing, and it's a it's a FPV racing class wing. And so uh, you know the wing has to weigh so much. The wingspan has to, it's 34 inches. Has to have a certain type of motor. There's only like one or two motors that you ha- can have. The prop can only be like 6.3 or 6.4 for the prop size. Um, you know, you have to race it with a uh, 22. You, you would love this uh, AK Mike because it can only be a 2200 milliamp three-cell battery. Yeah, that's awesome. You have to have a certain amount of, um, you know, for the FPV gear. You know, they have a couple of classes of gear that you can have. And that's just to keep everybody the same, the weight class the same, you know. So it becomes about flying as opposed to about the plane. Right. So um, so he has this, this class of air cra- airframe, but it's definitely done in the tough wing style of and, and the, with the features that we love about the tough wing, you know, as opposed to other EPP wings. Um, you know, one of the things I really liked about his wing was that he would cut out um, everything for the spar and some for some of the other structures would already be pre-cut where other wings that you get. You know, sometimes you have to cut out all, you know, all the space that you need for, for your gear or whatever, whatever you're placing inside the wing. And it really speeds up how quickly you can put the thing together. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, this wing took me you – know, I took my time. And I want to say just, you know, an hour or two, you know, in the evening, half paying attention and watching television. I, I want to say I got it together in two two nights. But really, if you sat down and, you know, knocked it out, you could easily do it in less than two hours. So, um, yeah, it's pretty simple. Uh, there's maybe one or two things I might change about it if I was to build another one. Um, not to say that the building his the building uh, of the wing or what he suggested is wrong. I just I just found it very odd to work the, with some of the things that he did. So, so what do you guys want to hear? How I put it together? What you know? Well, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so basically, <laughs> hey, I got a new airframe. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. <laughs> thanks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll see you next <laughs> yeah. week. That's our that's our show, folks. Hope you enjoy. You know. Exactly. I had a fun time. Um, yeah. So basically, the wing um, it comes just like the old tough wing does. He has the uh, the shuck that comes with it, and that's you know, I guess he uh, you know when he cuts it out of the the block of foam, uh, he hot wire cuts it out, and it, and then you have the actual wing that gets cut out, and then you have the piece that's. The outer piece, you know, the inner piece is the wing. The outer piece is the shuck. So he ships right. the shuck with you, you know, when you get the when you get the plane. Right. And the shuck's important because you need to have the shuck when you glue the two wing halves together. And when you're kind of putting some of the electronics and other things that you're putting into the plane, it's a lot easier because the shuck sits flat on the table, you know, because it came from a square block, but you're cutting right. an airfoil right. out of it, right? So if you were trying to put it on the table, it would be all goofy and not sit right, but when you put it in the shuck, everything lines up, everything's square. Um, and it, it just it makes fits it like it fits like for, a mold, right? It's uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you glue everything, then you put the two pieces together. It's more like it's sitting inside its own mold. Yeah, it's sitting inside its own mold. So right. it's it's a lot easier when you you know you put weights on top of it and you, right. you know tape it down to the table or or whatever. It holds everything down. So for this one, um, where if you remember with the original Tough Wing, um, pretty much. You had to use, uh, you know, hot glue, or you had to use uh, quick grip or beacons for the center for the center of the EPP uh, for the wings for the wing halves to come together uh, when you joined them. Um, right. And in this one, it's that's really not what's holding the wing together. There's just a small portion of the wing um, that's being held together uh, that's actually glued together. So that's a, it's a big departure from the other one. Um, in this wing. Okay, so I guess I should back up. So I don't know if you guys can see behind. That's the new wing, right there. You go there yeah. above the green, the green thing, and behind it's the old wing. So with the old wing, like with mine, I kind of overbuilt it because what would happen with ours when we would crash it or have a really hard hit, the spar, the main spar, or the two little spars that were in there would we would pulverize them, right? Because they were a little thin. And then this one, he he basically made it more of an A-frame. Um, so you have a center spar, which was six millimeters. You have two leading edge spars, which are four millimeters. And then I think you have uh, some trailing edge or something for the elevons themselves. They have uh, like one or two millimeter, th oh, no, they're three millimeter yeah, thick three millimeter. Uh, rods for those. So it, it has way more carbon than the original Tough Wing ever did. And so it's kind of like how I built my, you know, my Tough Wing. I added a bunch of carbon into it to make it really, really stiff. And then this one, once you put the carbon in and then glue them in, 
the thing is immediately stiff. It way stiffer than what ours were, uh, which is really, really nice. The other thing, um, with this one, it's when you go to glue everything together, I would say 90% of it, as opposed to, like I said, with quick grip or, you know, uh, you know, some sort of glue, it's, it's more, uh, our favorite or foaming glue, you know, it's Gorilla Glue that, that holds the thing together. So in this one, you fill in the channels that you're putting the, the rods into with right. Gorilla Glue, then you get some water. And then you, you apply water to it to kind of activate it. So it's, you know, the technique that we use out at AZ Mike's place, you know, mixing up the, mixing it up. I, yeah, I wouldn't sure. suggest adding the water to the, you know, to a cup, mixing it up and then putting it in because that makes it, it cooks off so fast that you don't have time to fit it, make sure everything fits together and, you know, whatever. So for this thing, I would definitely pre-fit things because you might have to do a little sanding. You might have to make sure you grab, you know, because little bits of the foam when it got wire cut are still inside the groove, so you might have to go in there and, you know, run something in there to pull them all out. Right. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, once you kind of fit everything to make sure they all fit, take them all out. I sanded, I sanded, just lightly sanded the uh, rods themselves just to give, you know, a little something to bite with. And then I just went ahead and put a, a, a thin bead of, uh, of Gorilla Glue into each uh, hollowed-out portion on, like, say, the leading edges. Um pushed them in, twisted them as they went in, pushed them together, um, put them in their shucks, made sure they're okay, uh, put a little tape on them, and then I put some weights on them to make sure everything stayed down and, you know, stayed good. Let it kind of cook off for a half an hour until it kind of firmed up. And then you can kind of see where, you know, when he, what he said to do, of course, was, you know, you just pour a bunch of glue in there, you know, put your rods in, let it foam out, totally foam out. And then you can take uh, a razor knife and you can kind of, you know, cut off, cut off the excess that foams out. The only bad part when you do stuff like that, of course, is that if you, depending on how much glue you put in there, so much kind of kind of foams out that it'll still be wet and it'll go everywhere and just make a mess. So if you kind of go kind of conservative on the glue, it may not all totally foam out, but then you can go behind it, right? You know, it's, it's, you put another application of glue just so it foams out a little bit and then you have less stuff going all over the place. So, so, so normally was, we, uh, like when I did mine, I put the rod in, put the gorilla glue, then taped it so that if it did expand, it kind of pushed the tape, kept it going somewhere else. Yeah, you could, you could do that. Uh, that would <coughs> really work, but, um, you know, I, I can't say that it, either, either method, is wrong. They both will work. Right. Um, I guess it's just up to you as for, you know, which way you have that stuff coming out of, you know, how much excess you have coming out and where it's coming out of. Because the problem is, is that when you do stuff like that, if you let it sit for like overnight, then you'll get it all dry. If you don't do that, you know, sometimes you pull that stuff off like after half an hour, hour, it's still wet underneath. And then it foams up and it goes all over the place. So your tape job did nothing. Right, right, right. You know, that's what I found sometimes. So, I gotcha. you know, uh, either way will work. You know, you just have to know the limitations and the problems that you could have with, with either way, with, sure. with either method. But uh, so you do that for the uh, the leading edges. Then you, uh, you go back and then you put the main spar, which really gives all the strength for joining both sides together in. And same technique. Um, and, you know, make sure you, you know, sand it, put it in there, dry fit it, make sure everything, you know, eyeball it, make sure it looks right. Push it all together, uh, add your glue, 
and you just repeat that for all the all the portions and pieces and then you know after you let it dry for half the half the day half the night whatever it is uh the next day you just kind of look over it you know get a razor knife cut off whatever excess parts are coming out of the holes and then you'll notice that like <clears throat> like for the main spars he uh there's two you know giant holes on either side of the wings and uh you might have to put more glue in there to kind of fill it in and then you just you know shave it off so you know you could i just did that with gorilla glue and i got it to fill in pretty nice and was able to shave it off and look pretty good and it gripped pretty well so. so you mentioned earlier about the center section not having a whole lot to to kind of hold it together but it it's it's because this is the new fpv version right and so they have yes he so, made a bigger chloroplast well, section for the, yes he the sure FPV did gear. and it's obvious that he got also I, i'm gonna assume that he got a laser uh cutter you know um and that he's coring he's cutting out the coroplast with this laser cutter because it's it's really done very nicely it fits perfect there's even like little score lines or hash marks with showing you where you're supposed to make your bends or it outlines where it's supposed to go you know like right, this right. is the part that's going to touch the foam i mean that's going to touch the foam so like if you're going to apply glue you can actually see the light a light scoring on it to, to know where you put the glue for when you're going to glue it to the plane so that's that's really helpful so it's got like so pre-crease really nice. pre-crease lines and that kind of thing some stuff is pre-crease or pre-cut yeah. or and then there's light light score score marks on the actual coroplast you know so what i did like i'll give you another example for the uh, winglets he he has like a light line that shows the outline of the wing so uh you know where they'll put you know when you put the winglets on you know sometimes you were like kind of eh, oh, yeah. you had to see, goes on like that yeah you're measuring to see which one if i put yeah. this one on and this one's a little higher or lower well since he has these light light score marks or a little like, they're not really <laughs> score marks like what do you want to call what, what would i call that hash they're mark a laser mark it's mark. a laser mark it's like okay well with this laser laser mark uh or watermark that's on there that you could just barely see i went ahead and i grabbed my uh my wife's fine tip marker and I just kind of lightly went along it, and I outlined where where it was so you could actually see it. Right. And that, you know, helped later on when I went to glue everything on onto the plane. I saw where it was, and I lined it up perfectly, and both sides came out, you know, awesome. So, yeah, definitely a little bit more thought was put into this this particular model. And, and like I said, you can knock it out really, really quick. Now, the other nice part is, once again, it, you know, I, I guess this guy has a CNC machine, or he's using his wife's uh you know cricket set for you know for her uh, uh for the stickers stuff like that yeah for the stickers and stuff because one of the other things that's really really nice um so you have to use laminate right on these planes that's another reason that makes them really strong really tough well in this one he actually sends you the laminate for completing the model and they're all cut out for you you know, as opposed to just giving you like three little strips of laminate and then you just kind of, you would have to figure it out and then cut it all out. This is already pre-cut. And then he tells you where, you know, where to, where to place it, where to put it, where, where it's supposed to go. Uh, and then you just iron and put it on. Now, hit, now here's where it differs where, where, where I kind of, I, I did what he said to do for this one because I'd never done it before and I wanted to see, how, you know, how it would turn out. So what I did for my plane back there, um, when I put my laminate down, uh, the laminate will stick to the uh, EPP, but sometimes it needs a little help. You know, sometimes sometimes it sticks, sometimes it doesn't. And what I found that helps it stick is you spray, you get a little bit of uh, spray adhesive. Yeah, the you know, 3M like, stuff uh, 3M, is what I used. 
3M99 or yeah. whatever. I think right. I, I think that's what it's called. 3M90. Yeah. And you just you put a light misting of that on on whatever side you're going to be applying the laminate and let it dry. Go put the laminate on like you normally do and as you glue it on, it makes a really good bond to it. So So for this one, it's a little different. So I was you thinking though though Jay oh, that, that you you um you really aren't that sensitive. I mean, this guy could own his own cricket thing. He didn't have to use his wife's. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, true. yeah, that's true. I think you got to be sensitive to guy. I mean, because you know, there may be guys out there with full fledged cricket setups that can do awesome decaling. Well, I I actually have. It's not a cricket. It's way more than a cricket. But well, I yeah, it's, it's have a cricket plus or something, right? I mean, that yeah, thing yeah. Is cricket plus, <laughs> turbo cricket or whatever. I mean, it's a supercharged cricket. Yeah. That's for sure. Now, I actually, uh, my Roland is a print cutter as well. So, I mean, it'll cut, you know, 30 inches or whatever. If you had a, a cutter that, that size, you could do that with no problem at all. Yeah. Anyway, I, well, I'm sorry. I just, I, I had to say that. It was bothering me the true. whole well, time what, after what you said I that. Think, and what I, I think that he has, see, uh, and secretly I don't know, Mike wants a I, haven't talked, I haven't had a chance to talk to Brian yet. But what I think that he has is a CNC machine, and he just has a uh, – uh, he has a uh, a drop. They don't call it maybe it's a drop knife, drop knife point uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. attachment. It's a, for it's, a cu- it's a cutting knife. Yeah, yeah. And I think he just has an ad- he has a, a, a you know that added on to that. I bet he CNC calls it Zorro. Zorro? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, it could, yeah, it might be. I don't. I, He's so, got a Zorro that, knife. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that's what he has on there, or dra- maybe it's called the drag knife. But anyway, I think that's that's what he has on there, and that he's cutting these out uh, with right. a CNC machine, and uh, you know. But it's a it's a nice little it's a nice feature that he has, you know, for for the setup because everything's pre cut. It's pretty easy, um, you know. It, was it perfect that you know did it have to be that way? You know, I think for people for the first time they're doing it. It's very nice because they don't have to hassle with cutting it with a razor and, you know, dealing with that kind of stuff. So that part's kind of nice. Now, what he was doing to help it stick to the uh, to the foam was his recommendation was he has a picture and it shows these lines. And he says, hey, grab a glue gun, put a very light, light line of hot glue along these lines, you know, along the wing, you know, like near the leading edge, you know, halfway down from that. And then again, you know, halfway down from that and then right along the trailing edge type of thing, um, you know, doing that on both sides. And then when you go to put the laminate down, then you're melting the hot glue underneath the, you know, the laminate. And that helps it stick, you know, in those places. And it seems to be working. The reason I didn't quite... You know, I'm I'm really nervous around hot glue. Not not because I've only burned myself in very embarrassing places with this stuff, but because you know I live in Texas now. So if you go out on a hot afternoon with the plane that you put together, you know, around eleven o'clock and go fly, and then you wonder why your plane fell out of the sky. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> you know, surprise! Surprise! Because you know <laughs> the black plane that you had that looked cool, yeah, didn't hold together. Once it, you know, sat in the sun for 10 minutes. Right. And I was thinking the same thing might happen if I have it sitting out in the ground that it might start peeling because now the hot glue is releasing from EPP, not that, you know, the the actual laminate it would be lifting from the EPP. So, you know, I, I think if I was to build another one, I'm probably going to go back to my 3M glue and spray glue and put some of that down 
So you can really uh, you can really test it this summer. Just throw it up in your windshield while you're at the field. Wait till it you know roll the windows up, throw it in there, or send it over to me, and I'll put it in my windshield. And then right about you know thirty five minutes later, we'll go fly it and see if it still hangs together. Right. So uh, yeah, so that was the only. Part I think you that, probably that, just pull on the elevons and then find out right then and there. I mean, yeah, you could do that too. Just you wouldn't have the to fly it on. to crash it. I well, mean. in fact, that was one of the things that he talked about in the instructions was that you know to put to make sure you have, you put the glue the hot glue on the elevons because it was going to help stiffen up the elevons with the glue mm. because that's where on this model compared to ours the elevons on this one are super uber thin. You know, where ours were fairly thick and, yeah. and stout, you know, the, the, on this model, it's very, you know, uber thin. And by putting the uh, the hot glue on either side of this thinly cut uh, EPP, you know, it, it already has a three, mil, three millimeter rod that goes through it. But, you know, by doing that and adding with the hot glue with the laminate, it was supposed to help stiffen the whole that whole thing up. And they, it seems to be doing okay. So, um it, you know, it seem it seems to be you know uh, you know standing up to everything. Can't wait so, to hear how it flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, you know, well, it won't, I won't be able to tell that until yeah, start bashing it, and we'll find out right. you know, how how it's turned right. out and everything. But um, yeah, so that that was like the big difference. Now, the only thing that I <laughs> another, another thing that I don't like about the uh, doing the hot glue method is just because the um, when you're ironing yeah. the stuff. Uh, you tend to pick up, you know, when you go to smush it, you know, you're putting it down along an edge, right? Since you don't wrap it, you wrap it in a couple of places over, like, over the leading edge and stuff, but, like, along the elevons or along certain parts of it, it doesn't wrap around to the next side. So you tend to squeeze the glue out. Uh So you'll get the glue, and it gets on your iron, and then you put that back down on the laminate. Now you're putting the glue on top, and, you know, now it's getting sticky and now that sounds like something i would do yeah, yeah. Now, do you so, think that's because you put too much uh, hot glue down or do you think oh he only uh, used like seven or eight sticks that's probably not too much <laughs> that's right so, what do you mean i what used mean two bags. bags i don't know why he's yeah, six, six or seven bags uh, so um yeah oh so you mean he didn't just... mean to lay out those sticks along those lines uh, i see <laughs> <laughs> Lay them out and then roll it over out. and then just yeah. And I had to get a big iron griddle, uh, cut up, cut them in half and then put it in your little your sandwich like maker. Slim Jims, putting them down and yeah, right. So, so yeah, so, uh, so that's so the really only, if you that, so if you did the use hot glue way and I mean he lives in Texas so I mean I guess you'd assume he uh, yeah right so had I, done some I, testing know, or something you, right. But right. but but what he's saying though is because like here's the thought I had in my head when you were talking about it, is he put the glue down those lines and then by the time you're done with all the lines it's dry. And cold on all all the early section, but I realized when you talked about ironing it, well, of course it's going to heat back up again because it's going to be these Correct. beads of right. glue that laying, are there. After you so, put the lines down, yeah. then you put the laminate on top of it, and then you iron. I mean, it I'm pretty quick, yeah. so I got catch up on these things. <laughs> he's he's a quick <laughs> I study, you, buddy. I am a quick study. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it's it's just weird. And then once again. <sighs> Okay, so I'm as fast as Luigi what, what's, is. I'll be honest with you. So, what, so once again, stuff. what's what's when he says put a thin line? What does that mean to you? That uh, means it uh, means not more than a, like a, a a coffee straw. Right, but yeah. everybody everybody's definition of a thin line is, is a little different. Well, mine's right though. Yeah, oh. that could be. <laughs> but yeah, my, why would you even, why why would you why think would you it was any me? different? Yeah. yeah, why would you question well, me? What, right? what I'm saying is, is as I was laying down what I thought was a thin line, yeah. and then you know, as uh, you know, I was letting off the 
I was letting off the glue gun and, you know, stopping, uh-huh. you know, I'd get like a blob, you know, at the very end or in the very beginning when I started. Oh, I'd yeah, you got to start all blob. over once that happens. Well, true. the problem, you know, when I went to go iron over it, I would have that blob underneath. And then I'd be like putting the iron on it. Like, See what I mean? I mean, you move. cause all kinds of problems for yourself. You just can't yeah, stop. Exactly. Eh? I mean, yeah, I, I, exactly. I don't know what you're doing over there. I, I probably should have been helping you do this part. should have been. But uh, definitely doing it wrong. I yeah, mean, I think. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Heck yeah, I was doing it wrong. No, but it definitely made it a little tougher in spots with, with those little blob spots. Yeah. That I, or, or just where I got a little sure. heavy-handed. Right. Uh, it just was a little bit more difficult later on with my iron to, you know, I was ironing everything out. So, you know, like I said, it is it is it terrible to do it that way? No, you know. But I, I think if I was to do it again, I like the 3M spray because it's just quick spray, spray, spray. Let it sit for a couple of minutes, and then you can go ahead and iron everything well, on. You now, know what, Jay? Only... I, could, I could probably let you borrow my um, my glue gun I have. Uh, what I have an extra, um, what I call a glue magazine. It's got like 12 sticks that you can put at any one time. And so that when one stick runs out, it just sort of jacks in the next one so you don't have to like stop to reload. Really? No. Okay. I was <laughs> like, I've never seen that before. <laughs> I saw that coming. I really yeah. did. I was, I was like, like, "Oh wow, my gosh, he, he's he's actually he's actually swallowing that hook, line, and sinker." Well, <laughs> because uh, he, Mike has he doesn't with a, such a straight face. I, that, did, I did. Yeah, he did do it. But but like, now but now I have to. I think I'm going to have to figure that out. Like because I said that, I think I'm right. going to have to figure out how to engineer. I, that. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I'm just thinking like a, somebody. You know, I didn't know like Black and Decker makes a. They make a glue gun. I think, and, I think and, we could do uh, a 3D print you know. on a on a on a thing, and just you know we could jack up on our own thing and put a little spring in there that there puts those glue sticks in there. Works like and, a charm. And in fact, and in fact, I think it's Ryobi. They make a glue gun, but it's a cordless. It goes yeah. to the, the cordless packs. Yeah, that yeah. plugs it in. And, I think yeah, their glue yeah. stu- yeah. their glue sticks are like three feet long or some. Sh- I mean, they're big. Yeah, uh, they I don't are think long. They're, three feet, they're like they're twelve inches long. or something. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my my question to you, Jay, is that uh, ha- having done the the uh, I know right, ha- having done the the glue stick and the the laminate, which do you think or what do you feel holds better? Well, I don't know yet because I haven't I haven't had a chance to you know ask me in a month you know after I fly this thing for okay. like a month or so right you know and expose it to weather. Right. You know, slamming it in the field a couple of times, and then I'd be able to really make a determination. Like I said, this may work absolutely fine. Right. And it's a it's a good, quick, you know, most everybody has a glue gun, right? Sure. So you, sure. you don't have to go out and buy extra glue or spray adhesive. So what I want to know you is know, how many flights you're going to take before you actually do the, what's, what I would call the nosedive test. Um, it may be the very, the very well, you know, first flight maybe the nosedive really? test. Really? Because you just lose control of it? The nosedive test, you know, into the ground, straight into the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bounce it off the ground. Yeah, yeah bounce don't off do the that ground on the first flight. To see how tough it really is. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, I assume it's from bad thing. flying, though, if you're doing it as the first flight. Right. So, okay, so this particular model is a non-FPV. It's a non-racing plane. Okay. Okay. Because uh, when uh, Scott was ordering it from Brian, he told him that, you know, uh, that he wasn't going to be using it for FPV flying. Okay. So, um, Brian, print the, the nose is three D printed, right? Um, and so, uh, so once again, you know, it was some, that's something new because if you remember the old tough wings, they were all everything was plywood cut out, right. you know, uh, out of plywood. Yeah, it was now all wood, the, wood uh, and stuff. Do you think that's ABS right, so, or PLA? 
I don't know. I don't know if he was which which he's using for the because now all the mounts, the mounts, the uh, spacer for the it for the motor that comes with this. He it's three D printed. The mounts are three D printed. I'm muted. Uh, what else? Um, oh, and uh, and the nose itself is three D printed, but it's the nose is made out of TPU. And TPU, folks, if you don't know, you know PLA or ABS plastic is more like a typical plastic that's in your car or something. And TPU is a flexible uh, material or rubber-like material. And uh, so you can squeeze That's this right here. This is a nose. This is the FPV nose. I don't know if you guys can see that. Yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. It's kind of whitish. Yeah, it's kind of whitish. There you go. So now you can kind of see behind it. Yep. You know, right there is where the camera slips in. Yep. And there's a hole. Seriously, you can't do that out. later. Um, but you can you can kind of squeeze this. Uh-huh. That's kind of rubbery because it's TPU. It's kind of rubbery and stuff. So I got a solid nose like this. So like I said, we're I have before, a solid nose you too. The, but... Right. So when you normally put the wings together, you know, you, you glue them together. So now there's a, there's a hollow space where this fits uh-huh. in. Uh-huh. So you have to glue this to the side of the, uh. Uh, to the wing and this to the side of the wing. So it's a little different. Um, yeah, kind of like that. We're like this. So anyway. I know, right? In, in case if you're not watching the YouTube channel, please go and subscribe. But it's pretty funny to watch Jay put his two fingers. Ah, you put it this and this. So uh, it's like this, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So um, yeah, so it's it's definitely a little different uh, in, the, in that fact, you know, because like I said, this is a, a racing. You know, this module the nose is like a racing pod, so that's kind of cool. Um, but just a little different for the, for putting it together for that. Like I said, I just put this on with quick grip, uh, to hold to the EPP wing and hold, hold it in there. Uh, once again, the guy suggests that you pretty much hot glue this whole thing together. So, you know, I, so I didn't do that, but anyway, um, and yeah, so that's, cause why would we follow the instructions? I mean, that's not what we do. Right. We never do that. They're they're just a suggestion. Yeah, they are. They're more of a guideline, really. (laughs) More like guideline. Just, yeah. Yeah, more su- anyway, more, more um, like suggestions, the, the, guidelines. We don't, you know, yeah, we don't need those. So maybe fact, random. I don't even remember it coming be... with anything. I already knew how to do it. It just, you know, <laughs> right. So the big pluses on this are lots of car. There's lots of carbon in this plane, which that that's a big turn on for me. The more carbon, the better. Uh, he it comes with the laminate, so that's something. That's one less thing you have to go out and buy because you know mm-hmm. I I have plenty of laminate in the house because I have other planes, so. But for people who are buying their first one, you know, they may not need a big roll right. of laminate, you know. So that, that part's really nice. Um, yeah, so I think this plane's going to fly pretty well. Um, I haven't put a watt meter on the motor just yet to see, you know, what I'm getting out of it in wattage. But, uh, you know, uh, I uh, I can fly both uh, this on three cell and a four cell, so I'll, I'll try both. So but, the uh, question I meant to ask earlier was, does it go 100 miles an hour? I don't know. That supposedly, supposedly, it's supposed to go at least 100 miles an hour. Well, there okay. you go. We'll have to uh, just have to track it and see. This is a great you know. first plane for people, right? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a 100 miles an hour airplane. That's right. Any plane, uh, the 100-mile-an-hour Cub, right? Right. Um, yeah, so no. <laughs> this is not the, maybe a third or fourth plane. I'd agree with that, Jay. Uh, flying a wing is a brand-new experience Uh I remember flying, and of course, I flew that 24-inch wing, which right, is oh, right. additionally yeah. squirrely um, yeah. to fly that thing. And I, I think I crashed. I mean, I'm glad it was a tough wing because I probably crashed that thing, you know, 10 or 15 times before I could even do anything uh, yep. flying that thing at all. So, yeah, these are uh, these kind of 
wings are, are can be a real challenge. The bigger the wing, the easier they are. They're less they're less wonky. Right. And yeah. so I imagine yeah. this is what you said, thirty six or something instead of thirty four. Uh, right. uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's thirty six. Yeah. And so or, that or one, ours were thirty or thirty two. Ours 30, were thirty two before I think. Then it's thirty four. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's a couple more inches, which yeah. again just adds a little bit more to the stability. And then of course he's got the the, the fillets at the end there, and so that should work out. So did you go with the stock motor? You didn't upgrade it or? No, no, no. Uh, Scott got me the stock. He got me the stock motor, stock escape. Mm-hmm. So basically, what? it's set up for that's it's ESC set up to for the, you. Uh, oh, part oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, Jeez, okay. yes, yeah, sorry, sorry about the escape. I don't know this. Bad J. Please, bad J. Yeah, bad J. Exactly. I was going to say, and then uh, <clears throat> if you heard him say that word, give us a call at eight three zero four four four. Four nine four three and um, let this him is have a it. family show. So if you have kids, it's milk. But this is a drinking game that we have. Anytime you hear escape come <laughs> out of right. mine or Jay's mouth, you're That's supposed right. to drink. So if you're a kid, exactly. drink milk. But if drink you're milk. you know if you're an adult, you can use whatever beverage you want. There you go. There you go. Or if you live in Colorado, right? Or Alaska. you could try something else. <laughs> you could use uh, other legal drink, substances yeah, that you may yeah. want to try. Legal uh. within your state. You know, they just sanctioned a, a new fish in uh, Colorado as a state fish, as the puffer fish. They sanctioned it? <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, hey, there you go. I don't even have to put that sound effect in. <laughs> That's but, funny. Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited. So this it, this wing seems like it's it's very stiff. It seems to be lighter than the tough wing was. Um and we'll just see, have to see just how how it flies and how it glides and and everything else. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited to. to so so let's talk let's talk a little bit about your uh, your uh, artistic liberty that you took with this airplane because that was oh, a, sure. that was something that uh, you know Jay and I kind of went back and forth on. And this airplane ships, and it's usually solid, you know, just a white foam. And Which I love because you know, as you know, Mike, that was my favorite color for most of my planes. That is your favorite color, mm-hmm. and uh, and I know that Jay had suggested that we just give it to you, dress, just white, and let you fly it. Uh-huh. Cause, uh huh. Because you know I could. At least. But uh, yeah, Jay, uh, you know, kind of had some ideas and gave us a, a few, and and so we kind of worked on it. And uh, he sent me a few photos, and I know he sent it to you too. And he's like, "Hey, guys, what do you think of this?" So Jay, that uh, S is backwards, man. Yeah. <laughs> That five is upside down. I'm actually. a little dyslexic. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> so anyway, tell us how you got the inspiration for this particular stuff. Uh, yeah. So I was just what comes with the kit. Once again, you get two stickers. You get uh, a number, uh, a number, and a uh, what would you call this? Uh, a shroud uh, or some kind of a, surround. a shroud. Yeah, a shroud or something is what you get. You get this one, and then you get another one for the right side. It's upside down, but yeah, there you go. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So that's that's what those are the two stickers that you get with it. Nice. And um, although they're you know kind of eye catching, uh, I kind of was just looking at it because it was just sitting against the white, you know, the white of the uh, EPP, and I was just like, man, it just needs something else to make that pop. And so I was thinking about what I could put underneath it or over it, you know, to kind of help it out. And I have this transparent uh, tape that's actually what's taped on. Uh, there you go. On this one right here, that's my, the other tough wing the, with the red and the black there sitting there. Um, that's That one's totally taped up. So we put tape, just overlay the tape on top of the uh, on top of the laminate. Right. So 
I took my orange and I uh, took the sticker. Uh, so I, you know more about this, Mike. What kind of sticker is that where they have the two, you know, the the sticky part's still on the bottom of this, but it has t- uh, it has stuff that goes in the top and the bottom. Um, and then you peel them off, and then you know you lay it that way. It allows you that you can lay it down. Yeah. And, and so place the it. the sticker they make the sticker. It has a backing adhesive, and then they put a transfer tape on top of it. So yeah, that you transfer can, tape. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Of. And the transfer tape the transfer tape is clear, so you can line it up where you want, and then you press it on. And then you peel the the transfer tape off of it, and it leaves the sticker on your product. That way, you right. don't get so, fingerprints and everything all over the glue, and it, it uh-huh. lays pretty nice. Right. So the nice part about with that transfer uh, top that was sitting on top of this, I was able to take the orange tape, mm-hmm. lay it over the top of it, right? See how you know how it outlined it, and then I was able to make my cut marks, uh, you know, right? How I wanted to go on the top, mm-hmm. peel that off, carefully peel that off, put it somewhere where you know it wouldn't get stick, stick to anything, right? You know, then I took the sticker itself, you know, once it, once I peeled off the bottom of it, then I took my top part laid it out on the wing itself, the orange part, you know, I put down first, and then I could carefully line everything up right. and put it over the orange until everything lined up, and then I could, you know, push it down to really make, you know, seal the deal. Um, and then I was able to, you know, put this orange, sorry, it's upside down, put the orange over top of it, and voila, you know. So you, the, you the orange it. is underneath or it's on top? It's underneath. It's underneath. And it's just two strips of orange tape, or it's actually cut out in it's, that shape? It's several pieces kind of put in to make it fit. Put in? It's not, okay. it's that not, makes sense. It doesn't run the whole length. Right. It right. just goes It just goes in the parts. Just so it would be exposed in the right places. Right. 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 So I did that, um, you know, for the top and bottom. And then, uh, like I said, after talking to you guys, you said you suggested putting, you know, the actual another part of the orange tape. I had some thinner stuff. Um you know, inch, uh, just half inch that I put on there just for I, I just felt, I just it. felt, I mean, he asked me about that and I told him, I said, I just felt like if you put something a little closer, there was so much emptiness between the two stickers on the, on the wings that it would, it just kind of blended it a little bit better on the, yeah, right. you know, when he kind sure. of put it in there. I, I felt it gave it a little bit better look. So the other thing, um, you know, I, as you guys know, I like to make my you know, wings sparkle and really, you know, catch the light and, you know, do all that stuff. And this was just so plain on the bottom. So I have uh, this this marking tape, uh, you know, kind of like sign, uh, sign decals or Yeah, it's reflective decals. tape. Isn't, yeah, that, it's isn't reflective that like, like emergency flooring, things like don't trip over a step yeah, or something? Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, exactly yeah. What it's, that's exactly what it's from. So I went ahead and uh, added that onto here. And as you can see, it catches the light ever, mm-hmm. ever so, you know, subtly. And I just wanted to have something that you could definitely tell, you know, top to bottom, bottom, right, top, right. It's totally different. So it'll I like be that. it'll be and interesting on, to see how it shows in the shade because you know we as we painted a lot of planes and we've done a lot of different coloring with planes and usually when the bottom is on the bottom where it's flying level overhead, it's sort of dark there. Yeah. And so some yeah, of those colors true. don't even come out. Like I remember having some like a like a hot pink color on the bottom of my plane and it, it flowed overhead flew it overhead and it's like okay it just looks like a big dark black you know bottom yep. you know right. and then you turn to the wind the sun a little bit and oh shoot i'm flying away from myself because now the sun's shining on the bottom right. i better turn the other way or whatever but yeah that's kind of a uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the in the sun yep. yeah, and that and you're absolutely correct right so 
us looking at it right here, you're like, oh, man, you're definitely going to see this. Yeah. And, like, you put it up there, you know, once again, now, if you have it at 400 or 800 feet, you're like, uh, We don't recommend anybody flying above the uh, inappropriate. Oh, uh, yes, 400, uh, 400, 400 feet, feet is the max. I don't want the FAA to get you. Yeah. So. Uh, and then, uh, of course, on the, uh, the wingtips, I have this holographic uh, tape. It's actually... This this particular tape is actually supposed to go on helicopter uh, blades, blades, so yeah. you can see them. Yeah. Right. So, what's good, the Jay. what's That's... the the round black sticker you have on there? Oh, they came with the motor. The motor had a bunch of stickers, oh. um, you know, for the motor and right. uh, you know for that sponsor thing. So I thought, you know, racing wing. Yeah. Actually You're shilling for the motor company. Wing. Yeah, yeah. So I put them all over, and uh, there's a couple of square ones that say T T Motors or whatever, and I put them on there too. Very cool. So, you know, so that's pretty much it. So, like I said, um, the big pluses, I like all the carbon in there. I like the pre-cut laminate. Um, I like the scoring, uh, the way he uh, – oh, I guess I should show you that. So, uh, for the cover, for the chloroplast cover um, – so once again, I could tell like this is all. It seems to be all laser because it's you know it's really really defined the you know close for the way it kind of goes around. Uh, plus, then you can tell where to apply your glue. Now heat. Once again, this is a little different. Um, one of the things that he had you do was you put the laminate on first, then you put this cover on. Well, I put the cover on, then I put the laminate. Um, and the reason I did that was because I don't like the idea of gluing the chloroplast to the laminate. Because there's a chance right, that right. the laminate will separate, and then the, your top will come flying out, and all your guts and batteries and everything. So sure. I just glued this to the actual uh, uh, plank. Where's your sense of adventure, Jay? Yeah, I know. The other part that's really cool, and I don't know if you guys can see this, but there's little holes, little vent holes. Oh yeah, there go you across go. the whole bottom of the plane. So that, that like, once again, this is all laser. I'm assuming this is all laser cut. Uh, so it allow, allows ventilation that comes in there. But this is the bay. Uh, for all your, if you were flying the FPV version, oh, for this cooling, is where, this is where you put everything. Right. The actual, you're supposed to use, um, you're supposed to use a uh, electronic speed controller for like uh, uh, drones and stuff. Um, and then you're supposed to, if you can see that little uh, zip tie, this thing, zip, zip tie. tie. Uh, this, that's where you're, that's where you're supposed to put the, put the electronic speed controllers right here. Oh, the gotcha. outside, it's supposed to be air. But because I like having a break on my stuff, and, right. you know, if you're going to be gliding this and just, you know, I'm not racing, right? So, and, and it makes sense because if you're racing, you're, you have the motor on all the time, right? You're not, right, you're not right. coasting and just gliding yeah, it's around. usually full throttle all the time. So. You're going full throttle all the time. So it makes sense that you use one of those, that type of uh, electronic yes. speed control. Everybody so, drink. Uh, just to be sure. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so so for, the hang so of for it. mine, because I'm going to be gliding around and doing whatever, uh, I went ahead with a typical airplane style electronic speed control. And if you're stuck out in the woods and you need a strainer, you could use that to strain your spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> that's true. Or water, you know. Yeah, or your, your ramen noodles, you know, whatever you got. Ramen. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about survival. It's right? all about survival. So, so, like I said, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask you if you weighed the difference between your. I, I have not. Okay. I, and, I, and you I, can't use mine. You can't use mine. To weigh against. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Mine is. No, you can't. Yeah, because no, what I'm thing, what I'm saying is is that you're about to go made in this airplane. You've been flying that heavy thing around. I'm just interested to see what yours weighs versus what you're oh, about to yeah, go my, fly. Well, you know, we like know said, it's mine, not apples got, to apples, Jay. 
I mean, that's not. No, no, that's what no, I thought you were saying. No, hey, no, I just want you to, to compare typical, it. No, no, no. Yeah, I, like, oh, I know okay. that when you flew my wing after flying yours, you were like, whoa, this thing is really, you know, a lot lighter than, than yours. Yeah. Well, not a yeah, lot lighter yeah. than what I'm used to. And this well, thing well, is even probably lighter than what I have. I mean, Jason could probably do it in 40-mile-an-hour winds without without <laughs> even worrying about can. it. Easy, easy. We've yeah, flown them in a hurricane. Solid. Yeah, so not a problem. Okay, well, I'll I'll check that out. But oh, overall, it seems pretty nice, and hopefully, we can get Brian on the show uh, if I can get hold of the guy. It seems that he's always busy. So yeah, he's a busy um, guy. So either me way. or Scott will get hold of him and try to get him on the show for our next one because I, you know, once again, I like to talk to the guy about very cool up with stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. So. Well, it's exciting. Hey. I, I mean, I'm interested to hear the flight report. I know that you were supposed to do it today, and. Either weather or something got in the way, but uh, you know we were we were Probably hoping to have it done before they we recorded this. But um, but it looks really good. I really like it. I appreciate you know Jay taking the time to include us in on the build because he uh, he definitely you know sent a bunch of ideas and said which one do you guys think is the best and we kind of talked about it and came up with a solution. So and Scott liked Absolutely. it. I mean he gave it to you. He's he's seen it right. You took he said it, it sucked. To- He's nah. good. I mean, no. He's gotta, like, he's like I, my five-year-old nephew could have done better than that. Dude. What, what were you doing? Were you, did you stop drinking when you were putting that plane together? That's funny. No, Scott liked it. He 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 yeah. he thought it was cool. Well, well maybe you should send his nephew over next time to help out. That's it. Yeah, that's right. His nephew <laughs> could build right. next. Time. Send it. Get over, some crayons out and just go crazy. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, before we uh, kind of wrap up our show, um, Mike got a new something new too, didn't you? Yeah, I got a 3D printer, uh, an Android 3D version two. Uh, <gasps> dun dun dun! One, not one, but two. Another, another <laughs> listener of ours, uh, Doug, uh, Doug Leroy, uh, gave me some extra parts that that you you really want to have sure. when you when you build this thing because it's you know just some. They're not like required, but they just help. But they've done a really good job with the version two to change some of the problems that were that it had in initially, and then um, you know right away I upgraded the firmware with the JYERS version of the Mer- Marlin software so that right. um, it had some uh, manual because I didn't have the me- the mesh leveling stuff uh, and I'm doing it manually. Um, and it allows for that. Sort of now feature. this this thing is bigger than the la- the first ber- yeah, oh yeah mine mine my other one's a hundred by hundred I think well uh-huh. hundred by hundred by by hundred fifty or something and this one's easily twice that oh yeah okay. yeah yours is two twenty by two twenty by I want to say two fifty yeah I think that's right yeah so so now I can make bigger parts and and part of this is so I can build Eric's models. Eric's models. That's right. Yeah, Eric Eric's with 3D Aero Ventures, one of yeah. our sponsors. So I've been trying yeah. to build other stuff so that I don't, you know, spend time building a wing that's not going to work because I don't right. have it dialed in. And so I've been building other things, um, and uh, that's been fun, of course. Um, doing things I have never done before, making up parts from other people's parts. That I think that's probably the most fun I have with it. Is you know I, I haven't build anything for my planes on my printer yet but i have done it for my planes with jay's printers Um, and so i just you know as i come along and do this stuff there's more and more things that you that i find i can do with uh, a 3d printer that work for my my planes like i want to circle back i think we talked about this before on the x19 um and build 
parts for that that I can use. Oh, to, explain to the explain to the our listeners what that. The, the X nineteen is. is a model that um, that kid built. I remember his name at the moment. It's Foman tape Foman tape. I think is his name online. Um, and he built it's a sort of a quad uh, Harrier type of a plane. And so um, I tried building one and I got it to fly a little bit, but I was still new at flying quads and just dealing with uh, right. and, and, and we built it was up in Alaska when we were it was. indoors. It was. And yeah. we'd bring it in and we'd do some hover yeah, tests. And do some some hover tests stuff, and just, it just wasn't working right. And most of that was because really things were mounted properly. Uh, maybe stuff wasn't square enough. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how he did well, it. I, I think the word is jankity. Yeah, jankity is definitely, <laughs> definitely janky, what it was. Yeah. Definitely janky. The way you, it wasn't working. Right. Joined up things, or but I or learned a lot about to... about how to get things straight and you know what was important and how how do you and with three D printing now I can make um, you know mounting holes for the bearings that the that the wheels that turn the motors are in and I don't have right, to worry about right, cutting right. the hole right and I worry about the hole getting right because because I remember it was a lot of it was a lot of wood and balsa wood yeah and then just kind of putting now stuff I can and make mounts for the motors and I can do you know I can do all kinds of right. really interesting uh stuff that will work you know well, better. I was I was thinking about one thing with that plane that you brought it up and one of the things that it worked, which was the turning mechanism, right? So you, it's hover, it's hovering, yeah. and then you're supposed to be able to go yep. forward or back. Yep. You would it would use a servo to kind of make it go back and forth, right. and then right. you know the the control rod would be different and this and that on one than the other. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was just all a mess. Yeah. And then I was thinking, of, I saw this other video where a guy was using to to do the turn mechanism. He was using gears. Yeah. And so, therefore, he didn't have to have a full-size servo to nope. move against the torque. He nope. could use just a regular 9-gram right. servo or smaller servo to save And it makes for mounting oh, and dismounting idea. easier as well. Yeah, which, a lot easier is, because now it, it, you have this moving a, a, right. big, a bigger wheel and rotating. All, all and, that know, stuff. Just, yeah, all that stuff. It just made true. it so much easier yep. now to 3D print this. You know, yep. that so you can all, make you know, Now you can pr- you know, do that whole power pod. Yep sections so that'll be awesome yeah so i mean that's that that's a those are the kinds of things that will change in that build and you know could still be light you know eric's proved that that you can even use the lightweight pla or i suspect that the pla that we have will be plenty light oh that that, you know the for that particular model probably just the pla that you normally use will be fine because like i said you're using as long as i don't get too crazy with it in terms of what i make for for. structure for structure Mm -hmm. motor mounts for you know that stuff you want to print out a yeah, straight in fact, PLA. For that, you know? for that matter, that's a good point, Jay. I could probably make like a quad body printout to mount the rods and all the other stuff. Now I have this main oh, quad yeah, body, absolutely. and then and then from there I can just put the plane underneath it, and, and it becomes a different. You know, maybe it's not the X nineteen looking thing, but at least it becomes something yeah, that will I fly. Think it's gonna be cool. Yeah, it, it's an interesting idea. Anyway, sounds sounds like it's gonna look awesome. So I wish you we'll, the best. We'll of just have there. to see how it goes. So vibration was the biggest enemy I had. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. It was. I remember that. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, AZ Mike, have you uh, been able to go out to the field, or what have you been doing? Um, no, I've actually uh, I've actually had some personal items come up, so I, I haven't actually got to the field. Uh, my kid's back in town, and so um, we, uh, we found out, you know, that he was moving back in, so we kind of went down and, and spent a little bit of, uh, you know, a couple weekends with them, so... There, um, but, yeah, I need to get back out. Last said? time I, I went out probably two weeks ago with Barry and uh, flew the uh, turbine. Um, you know, we had a good time. So it was uh, fun. But I haven't been out this week. 
So. Oh, so you didn't go to the park or anything like that with the guys? Uh, the you know, I had uh, – that's a good point. Um, I had my doctor's appointments um, oh, gotcha. for, you know, this week and next. So uh, for those of you that, you know, didn't know, I was in the hospital in December for COVID. And uh, <clears throat> the doctor – or the FAA requires me to, you know, kind of go um, get some testing. So I, get I did that. a special test. What's that? Get a special test. Yeah, a special testing. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do some breathing testing and some other stuff. So it was uh, in order for me to get, uh, you know, back online and flying, um, you know, for work. I have to go through some of these tests. So that's kind of what I've been busy with. And um, I haven't really dug everything out of my trailer since we uh, went out to the electric festival. So, um, All right. but, you know, and I've been, you know, kind of keeping tabs on you with your uh, wing build. So that's been pretty exciting. Okay, well, I, like I said, next week, uh, hopefully get out and do a little flying. In fact, uh, Scott told me that he's got a, a new glider coming, so I'll, oh. I'll probably be reporting about that as well. Very cool. And, uh, you know, like I said, Scott does a little, flies a little a little helicopter, so he, we may have him on the show a couple of times to talk about some helicopters. That would be so helicopters. helicopters. I don't know anything yeah, know. about helicopters. I know. That's that's why we need a, somebody <laughs> who does. So. Well, <laughs> Man, those uh, things. I, think, I actually I have one, but uh, they usually scare. They usually scare me because yeah. I I actually have to fly the helicopter and then I have to rebuild the whole helicopter after I fly. <laughs> it's usually, oh yeah, I learned more about helicopters when I bought my first one, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not very good with it. So yeah, Scott, I'd have to watch him fly, but those things make me nervous. So so one of the things you know, this is sort of a different thing. You talked about helicopters, and, and it made me think of different planes. Uh, Jay sent us that video of the uh, guy who 3D printed a, a bird or, or an eagle or something. Oh, now that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that was that pretty eagle? cool. Yeah. yeah. That was really neat. So I saw I mean, it. The thing flew great, too. It seemed like yeah, it, it did. Flew yeah. real fast, and, uh, and it seemed to be, you know, it only was a minute or two of the watching it fly, but it was still pretty cool. Yeah, and, it was uh, definitely worth it, it. You know, the paint job was spot on for sure. Yeah, that paint yeah. job was amazing. I, yep. You know, that's one thing that really surprises me. And, uh, you know, even with um, Eric, when he came down and brought his airplanes, and I saw it up close, and that, what did you call the soft PLA? Is that what it's called, the soft GPU? Light, light, no, oh, the light, lightweight, the lightweight PLA. Yeah, lightweight yeah. PLA that looks like a foam kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and the way it accepts uh, paint is amazing to me because you wouldn't think – I mean, I've dealt – Plastic. In, in the past, I've dealt with ABS-type plastics, which are oil-based, and they won't take paint for nothing. You paint something on it, and then you just even just touch it, and it all flakes off. But the smoothest code – I mean, I was really impressed with Eric's paint on that chipmunk and how smooth it looked. I mean, you could you would have thought it was aluminum underneath that was so smooth. And, uh, of course, I know he sands all the lines and everything out of his, but it, it just was truly amazing. I, I, I'm i really impressed. And, uh, now, perfect segue from what both mics were just talking about. The guy who made that eagle, uh, you know, who was demo, demoing the eagle that, that uh, he 3D printed, is gonna Eric's going to be on the show. Well, not Eric per se, but his, his plane is going to oh, be on very the show. Cool. The guy's going to build one. He's going to build uh, – uh, uh, just had a brain fart. Uh, one of the planes. The chipmunk? Or the infinity wing? The infinity wing. Infinity wing, that's it. I was just looking for it. This yeah. one. There you go, the mini infinity. <laughs> that's so funny. he's going to he's gonna uh, build and, and fly uh, his infinity wing on his, uh, on his uh, 
YouTube channel. Yeah, his YouTube yeah, channel. Pretty interesting. Well, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, uh, we'll yeah. have to check that out. So. Well, unfortunately, uh, our time is arrived. It has uh, gone by super, super fast. Uh, once again, we we'll give a shout out to uh, 3D Aero Ventures. And, uh, thank Eric for uh, all the, the hard work and sponsorship that he gives us. And uh, if you're looking for a 3D printer airplane, head on over there and uh, check it out. I'm sure we'll hear Mike's uh, you know new new printers getting worked out. So we're excited about that too. I'm gonna print one of those little, those little small planes, a micro. Yeah, plane. there you go. So, so I'm gonna print one Nothing of those. Out. With that. Start small, work your way up. That's just yeah. the way it works. I mean, 100 hours is quite a commitment. So yes, it is. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure I'm ready. <laughs> Especially for that. on one printer, because right. remember, he said 100 hours. He's got a printer farm going yes, on. Yes, he does. He probably has seven or eight of those things all going at the same time. That's right. So yeah, if you put it on one printer, it may take longer than that. But, but we're excited to hear about that. And Jay, we're excited to hear about your maiden flight uh, on this one. That's right. You have to give us a heads up on that. And. Uh, if you're looking for batteries, head on over to uh, rcbatteriesusa.com. Type in PFPC10. See if they'll uh, give you a discount for the Park Flyer podcast. And uh, I think, uh, Eric, if you go to his website, you can uh, type in Park Flyer and get a special discount for his 3D uh, files as well. So. Great. Well, wow, this uh, hour went uh, fast. And, uh, man, we appreciate your listening. And uh, we hopefully... We'll see you in two weeks. So from uh, Arizona, I'm Michael. And from the hills of Texas, I'm Jay. And this is AK Mike in Texas. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to Parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.